was. And we're driving there, and I say to him, Jared, when I introduce you, I'm going to just introduce you as Jared. I'm not going to, like, own you or say this is one of mine. You know, I'm like, you're doing a great job. Like, you deserve to, you know, have it without being my my son. And uh, we have different last names anyway, so not everyone would know that if I introduced him. And so we get to court, and first of all, I start introducing him as Jared and, and talking about, like, what a great student he is and all this. And then finally I'm like, okay, he's mine. <laughs> it was like, I couldn't contain it, you know? And then sometimes we walked into court and people were like, that's your son, right? And I was like, how'd you know? And they were like, Facebook pictures or you know, he looks just like you. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, I thought we were going to, like, hide it. And then I, at the end of the day, I was like, sorry. I really did want you to have, like, an experience as my intern, as my law clerk for the summer, and not as, you know, I'm your mom. But I see that did not happen. Wouldn't you love a backstage pass to candid discussions at the crossroads of motherhood, justice, community, entrepreneurship, mentoring, and success? Host Melissa Rosenblum is one of only a few women certified by the Supreme Court of New Jersey as a criminal trial attorney. When you add kids, a booming law business, and a little black book full of subject matter experts, you've got the Mighty Merp podcast, and part two in this series. And then the Teesside University in England, was that like a fellowship or? Yeah, a- so that was a scholarship that um, the New Jersey uh, all of the New Jersey state schools were part of a consortium of uh, international studies um, and you could apply for a scholarship and they would place you in a foreign country in some university and I ended up going to England and spending the year in England. And where's Teesside University? Teesside is uh, on the north uh, eastern uh, coast of the country. Uh, just below the Scottish border. I spent a semester in England, so I ask it like I really know England, and I I don't. I spent a semester in London and did okay. a lot of traveling. Yeah, through, yeah, yeah. A hundred years ago. Um, so when you finished, then you went to Howard University. I did. So. Tell me about Howard University School of Law, because I find that to be a very interesting. Yeah, uh, and that was a very specific uh, goal, too. I knew that, first of all, I, in terms of my own uh, momentum, I wanted to go straight through. I didn't want to take time off between college and law school. But I knew that it was going to be tough to sit in the classroom for another three years mm-hmm. having, you know, not taking a break between high school and college. And I also knew that I wanted to be a criminal trial attorney and I wanted to learn to be a trial lawyer, which I'm sure you probably agree. Law school doesn't teach you how to be a lawyer. It teaches you a process, um, but it doesn't really teach you how to get on your feet and be any kind of a lawyer, but especially a trial lawyer. Right. What I what I tell people about law school, and 
I'm going to say I loved law school. I had a very positive law school experience, but it really just trains you to think, right. to look at situations in a, a unique way that you've never broken um, the law down that way, and then how to uh, sort of make written arguments to to support what right. what the law is. But you're right. There's not a lot of um, experience in law school unless you search it out i think i i don't know if this was the case there were um there were clinics when i was there and trial competitions and where did you go i went to now it's delaware law school widener university but when i went it was widener and but i knew i wanted to do criminal law also and so i did the clinics right. that would have me in the courtroom. And I did the trial competitions that would have me learning exactly to be a trial attorney. Exactly. Yes. And that's why I picked Howard. Mm-hmm. Howard had its own uh, criminal justice clinic, which was uh, its own like mini law firm. Mm-hmm. And it was right down in the heart of, of where all the action was on Kate street. Um, and we had a staff attorney that was our supervisor. We were admitted uh, by the Superior Court uh, of D.C. to try uh, misdemeanor cases, uh, which included, back then, drunk driving uh, uh, cases were jury trials in Washington, D.C. So I get to actually try cases uh, my third year. and my uh, When you're in your second year, you act as a student investigator for the for the clinic so i got hands-on experience Mm -hmm. and um so that was one of the reasons why i went to howard uh another one was i wanted to be in washington dc because there were so many opportunities Mm -hmm. to not only to to for clerkships but to just go and see things see the supreme court and you know and there were so many agencies that hired lawyers that uh, you could you could get hands-on experience. Um, and the third thing was they gave me scholarship money. <laughs> Let me tell you, as someone who will have four kids in college in the net for six years, uh, that is a key scholarship. Exactly. Scholarship. Exactly. I whisper that in my children's ears. Scholarship. Yeah. So. Um, I know you started your legal career at the prosecutor's office, but before we get there, I I do want to ask you, because you you now have this, you're retired and you have this career in acting, and I know you were acting all through your legal career. Right. So I always while- yeah, I was, had two careers. Was it simultaneous? Did you, when you were going to law school and college and law school, did you know? Did you have the acting bug during that time? And how did you balance the acting bug and the I want to be a lawyer bug? Okay, so the acting bug started way. Sorry, it was it was my girlfriend spam. I don't know if you've met her, but she calls me all the time. Does she? She really likes you. Spam really likes you. I joke with my wife. If I were ever going to cheat on her, which I never would, I would just name my 
my my girlfriend spam spam you have a plan <laughs> well that's the first step possibly <laughs> <laughs> but but back to your question uh the acting bug started when i was a, a child mm-hmm. uh, my parents took me to a, a recital at a local um uh theater teacher that had a school and i became enamored with seeing what was on stage and i thought that's something i'd really like to do so i started doing plays when i was in elementary school all through junior high all through high school did all the musicals uh even in college when i got to college in new jersey i was a criminal justice major but i was a, a musical theater minor and i did all the shows in college uh and the only time i ever stopped acting was when I was in law school because law school, you have no time to do anything. I agree. And we're going to talk about that, but I I have to ask this question, which is what did your parents or your father, blue collar father working, right? Mm -hmm. Think about the acting bug versus the legal bug. So my father only ever gave my brother and I, one bit of advice in terms of what we should do with our life. And that was find something that you love to do. Because if you like your job or you love your job, you will love your life. If you hate your job, you will hate your life. And it doesn't matter how much money you make or how much prestige you have or any of any other factor other than find something that you're passionate about, that you can wake up every morning and go, I, I, I want to go to work today. Yeah, I and, agree. And that was true for both of my, my uh, vocations. Um, I did get to the crossroads, though, where I was acting professionally. I was getting paid to be a theater actor and I was performing all over South Jersey. I was performing at at uh, regional theaters and uh, dinner theaters and colleges and universities and um, and a lot of people tried to encourage me like look you can you can do this for a living and I got to that crossroad where I wanted to I, I just, I was afraid that I would not be able to create for myself financially the lifestyle that I knew I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I knew I wanted to get married. I knew I wanted a house. I wanted a car. I wanted to to go on vacations. I wanted to wear nice clothes and go out to 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 nice restaurants. And not that you can't do that as an actor. But it's much, much harder. Um, and to be a working actor, especially if you're a, a theatrical actor, it's same goes with 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 TV and, and movies as well. But you have to be prepared to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, theater companies. You know, you work. You'll work five, six weeks at a time at one theater or another, and then you move on to the nuts. And it's hard to lay down root, roots and it's hard to maintain a, a normal 
you know, family lifestyle. A traditional, traditional, a more traditional. So when you made the decision, was it, were you young at the time, like before you were married or? or well, I guess I made the decision when I, when I decided to go to law school, mm -hmm. that that was going to be the job that made me money. <laughs> but I was, I was never going to stop acting. So the first thing I did when I graduated from law school was to get back into theater. Mm -hmm. And then I was very fortunate. Um, so this story is going to lead into how I met my wife story, uh, which is a pretty good story. I was going to say, I think I know parts of the story, but it's a great story. <laughs> so tell the world the story. It is a story. good story. And I, and I, uh, I must say, I, I don't get tired of, of telling it because um, uh, it changed my life. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned. There is more to come. Mighty Merp is available on iTunes, Spotify, and all your favorite apps and players. But the best way to experience the show is to visit MightyMerp.com. That's MightyMerp.com. This podcast is not a source of legal advice. No two legal cases are the same. Contact an attorney if you require legal assistance. 